From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what you can do to plan for the perfect vacation before you go and while you are there. And there's a quote from Ernest Hemingway that says, never go on trips with someone you do not love. And as we're talking about vacations and things like that, I'm just saying, it's definitely something to think about and to think about how you can really plan that vacation with the person that you do love. Exactly. Right? And and what does that look like for the two of you? But we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug, and a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage has experienced some sort of breakthrough. And this week's hug is sponsored by Care Of, and we're going to be sharing a little bit more about how this company is bringing your nutrition right to your front door a little later in the show. This hug comes from an email that we received from a husband and he says, first of all, I would like to tell you how much I appreciate your podcast Mm. and how it has inspired me to do more for my marriage. Love it. Love it. Absolutely Mm. love it. Backstory. I've been in the Marine Corps for 11 years and married for seven of those. Because of that, our marriage has had its share of ups and downs. And over the course of time, my wife and I have fallen into a very routine schedule Mm -hmm. with the children and just trying to survive all of this. He said, this has been an incredibly difficult time as he's been on deployment and training and all of these things that have come together and we needed more, but couldn't have it. So I stumbled upon your podcast on Spotify. We love Spotify. You can Mm -hmm. find us on Spotify. You can find us on Pandora. You can find us on iTunes. And it's a great way to be able to share with your friends on whatever platform they're on. He said, I've listened to your podcast every day. And even though I'm only on episode 21, I felt the need to tell you how appreciative I am to hear both sides of the marriage and how it relates to my own. Mm. It's been a crazy eye-opening experience in realizing how much I took for granted in my marriage and how much I'm lacking as a husband intimacy-wise. I'm currently forward deployed, but I have started to implement a lot of change where I can with the distance, but plan to try a lot of new things when I get home. Again, thank you for being vocal and honest and helping couples to understand both perspectives. Keep up the great work. Oh, love it, love it, love it. You know, and to all our military who listen to us uh, far and wide, thank you. We're truly honored and blessed to have you part of the one family and for what you do, Mm -hmm. for what you do, the sacrifices you, you make, and yet... You can listen, and as even like this guy, husband was saying, on deployment, already being intentional, already taking action, gonna come back and do some more. Hey, any of us who are living apart from our spouse due to to job situations, deployments, or other situations, we can still stay connected Mm -hmm. if we're listening, and hey, even take it up a notch, get emotionally connected when you can get on the phone with them and talk about a show. Absolutely. We know there are a lot of you out there that are doing that. And and we appreciate how we're a small part of your marriage journey. And, you know, as we talk about different things on the show, every once in a while, we really get into like a seasonal, um, a seasonal topic that we need to talk about because it's, it's coming and everybody's thinking about it. And the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, summer is right around the corner. Right. And so with that comes, you know, reunions, all different types of travel and vacations. I'm thinking of graduations, even a lot of, a lot of folks are going to go through graduation. So sometimes you're traveling. I know like my mom, my aunt, my uncle, they're all traveling to the East coast to see one of my cousin's kids, uh, 
get, go through graduation. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think of that one as well. But you have these road trips and, and it all weddings. Gets, oh, weddings. That's wedding. A it's a wedding Summer season. weddings. Yes. Right. And it all gets wrapped up in this one word, vacation. And vacation then all of a sudden starts just generating all of these questions like, where are we going to go? Some of you, obviously, if you're going to weddings and graduations, you kind of have your destination decided for you. Uh, for some of you, it's still like, you know, let's throw a dart at, at a map and figure out where we're going to go. You know, who wants to do what? What are, are we taking the kids? Or are we leaving them at home? Are we going to, you know, sit on the beach and have a do nothing vacation? Or are we going to be on the go so that we actually need a vacation from the vacation when we get home? Are we going to stay in country? Are we going to travel? How much is it going to cost? How much time can we take off? Are we going to fly? Are we going to drive? <sighs> take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I, I literally just like probably stress some of you out. Like, at least it's too many questions. And that's exactly what we're dealing with right now. And those aren't even like the questions that it kind of all boils down to for a lot of you. Because especially if you're traveling with family or with your kids, the two most important questions, at least in our marriage that have bubbled up, and we know from talking to a lot of other couples are, when are we going to have time for ourselves? Mm-hmm, definitely. And what what's our sexual intimacy going to look like? Like, will we have sex? Will we not have sex? How often are we going to have sex? Are we even discussing that before we go? Which is a really big question because there are all of these thoughts and all of these expectations wrapped up into eight little letters, vacation. And, and you know, all of the memes, all of the, the advertisements and things like that, everybody makes vacation to just be this fabulous break from reality, right? The stress-free relaxation type of time. And yet, talking to quite a few of you and hearing your comments on Instagram and whatnot, that's not always the way vacation looks. Mm -mm. Even for us at times. Well, we've had some epic over the last nine years of doing the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, some epic shows that have come out of the fact that vacation without planning results in all kinds of catastrophes. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember, wow, I, I like two vacations with the kids and it seemed like the last night we were on vacation that we'd get into these fights. Mm-hmm. Like everything came to a head on the last night of vacation. There was the trip to, uh, trip to Cabo where we trip got to Cabo. Yes. Where we almost didn't go because I booked the wrong hotel and Tony was adamant about not being on the Pacific side. He wanted to be on the the, the base side and so lit- we could get in the water. But when we did get there, we, we ended up finally getting to Cabo San Lucas. He came, there was a tropical storm that came through while we were there. So we couldn't get in the water anywhere in Cabo. Luckily we stayed where we stayed because it was a beautiful resort. And yet that was definitely me. Like you, you have the expectations set up in your mind and then you get thrown a curveball like the day or two before you're about to step on the plane um, and I didn't know how to handle myself back then. I, I've learned and I've grown over the years. Or you have the vacations where your kids are getting older and they don't necessarily want to do the same things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've had the last year we went to Dallas, did spring break for Dallas with the kids and the kids wanted to just hang out in the house we'd rented. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to go out. They didn't want to see things. And we had to seriously adjust our expectations because there was quite a bit of frustration. Well, and we went to a wedding recently in Boston and similar things began to boil up on my part. And there was one, one morning where we were out, we were in Boston common area, we were driving around. And for me, it was one of those places I like experiencing for just for me, 
when I'm on vacation, especially in a town of like Boston, we were there for a wedding, but we also wanted to throw in some time. I want to experience the city. I want to see the sights. I want to see the Paul Revere house. I want to see Boston Common. Kids are like, mm-hmm, that looks great. And I got frustrated because all they wanted to know is when we were going to eat. And so Elisa had to sit me down and, and the family down that afternoon and just really go, okay, what do you want to do? What's the one thing? And so we went around the table and that helped me to understand like the expectations of Elisa and the kids. Mm-hmm. And it totally changed that vacation and for vacations to come because I've realized that what I want to see is not necessarily what my kids want to see. Mm-hmm. Our oldest wanted to go see a game at the garden. That was his experience on that vacation. We made it happen. For him, the rest of the thing, the rest of the vacation, wherever we went, whatever. It was great. He got to do that. For me, it was seeing the Paul Revere house, going to the North End, Boston Commons. You know, we went to places like that. So it was it was a learning. And then there was a trip to like when we went to on our 20th anniversary to Peru. I'm more of a chill traveler where it's like our plane is landing late. And we got to get to our next plane, but the plane, the next plane is going to hold the door. They know we're coming. And Elisa is freaking out, like sprinting down, you know, we the were terminals in, in the Dallas Fort Worth terminal at like 1030 at night. And I just remember sprinting. I'm like, we got to get there. We're going to miss our flight. We were not missing our flight to Lima. We it, were. It, it didn't happen. But then I laugh because I think of like our hiking vacations and yes, I can't tell there was you guys. A, there was a time when we did those. Back in the day. Yes. And I can't tell you guys how many times, and it doesn't even have to be a hiking vacation, that we get somewhere and Tony says to me, hey, where's this? And I look all around and it could be anything from like my contact lens case to my toothbrush to. We, we, I remember one time when we were going to Joshua Tree and it was like early springish. So it was the days were beautiful, but the nights were really cold and we had forgotten Elisa's sleeping pad, which for any of you who are not backpackers, that's like vital because that's how you stay warm from not just sleeping on the ground. So we were out probably 10 miles at that point in time. So we couldn't like just run home. But yeah, we, we those were interesting times. Those were definitely interesting vacations as as a couple. We didn't, we've never really done backpacking trips with our kids. No, Mm-mm. because that's not an experience that they want to have. No. And we share all of those with you to let you know that, that this couple does not always have perfect, great vacations. And, and it used to be, you know, in this place where it'd be so much frustration and, and it seems like it should be easy, right? You're traveling with your spouse, you know, so many of you put on your wedding invitations, you know, on this day, I married my best friend. So you're traveling with your best friend and, and you're doing these things and it's going to be amazing. And you've got your tickets and you've got your luggage. And then, and then at some point in time, the grumpy bear moves in. What I think of when, when you're just saying that it's like our perception finally hits reality. Like mm-hmm. in our head, we're, we're like, man, we've worked hard. This is our time. We're getting a week off. We've spent months saving, planning. So uh, this perception that the trip, once we get there, is just going to be this perfect, like from from the time we, we say goodbye to the home and lock it up to the time we get back, and then reality actually hits, and it's not. <laughs> And having been on a number of them, there are still times when I go, how can this not work out the way it's supposed to? Like I, one trip, we went up to Santa Barbara for an anniversary trip. 
uh, long weekend away. And we consider those vacations for Elise and I. We're getting away. We're doing our thing. And it just so happened to be a, a chillier weekend up in Santa Barbara and we don't have any coats and we're going to be doing a, a cruise in the bay in, in Santa Barbara and, you know, having to go find a jacket. And you're like, we're spending time at like the mall. No, we went to like a Goodwill. Oh, that's right. We, we, went we to found a, a thrift store because I'm like, right. I just need something to, to take me. But that's I'm right. actually laughing at the vacation right after we moved into our first home in Poway when we, when I didn't close the garage door. We had just moved into the house, yes. had our garage full of packed Box. boxes. Somebody could like honestly just pulled up a U-Haul and just taken all our stuff. And I had this like little niggling thought as we were driving away, like we'd been gone for a few hours. I'm like, I don't know that the garage door got shut, but we didn't have any neighbor's phone. Number. Like we had literally moved in. It was like two weeks later, moved in, didn't have anybody's phone numbers. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to release that. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do. And we got home and it turns out we did leave the garage door open and that our neighbors had figured out how to like, you know, shut, shut it and hop over the thing. But, but, but this is what, this is the frustrations that come and, and you think, you know, this grumpy bear and it doesn't matter if it's him or if it's her, but you're like, how, how have we spent this time planning the epic trip, right? We've got our flights, we've got our tickets, we, you know, our itinerary. And yet we have all of this stuff that starts to like bubble up. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because when I asked the question, how many of you discuss your expectations about sex or other aspects of the vacation before you leave, only 29% of you say that you have some sort of conversation around that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big factor for us in the early days and even more recently. And we've overcome this now. And yet, we didn't discuss those expectations with each other. We were just coming up with our own ideas. And once we got there, it's just going to be perfect. Yeah. And it's so frustrating because you have all these challenges to even getting to, to vacation, right? You, you've had to arrange all the time off of work. You've got to figure out your kids. You've got to figure out your, your finances. And then you, you spent all this time planning it, but we don't have the conversations on, well, what is sex going to look like? on vacation. How are we, if we're traveling with family or with kids or with friends, how are we going to have time for ourselves? What are we going to do if one of those crazy frustrations actually happens? How are we spending money on this trip? And guys, for years, we never had a single one of those conversations. It's no surprise that, you know, even in this day and age, when everybody posts their perfect pictures of vacation, that afterwards, or, you know, maybe in the comments, there's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, Susie was throwing a tantrum because she didn't get to see her favorite princess at Disneyland, or that doesn't show you the, you know, four ice cream cones that got, you know, melted. Like, we don't, we only post the perfect. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, behind every perfect Instagram picture of vacation or Facebook post or whatever, there is stuff going on where a husband and wife is frustrated on vacation. Well, and like you said, 29% of you said you do discuss your expectations before leaving, but that leaves 71% of us going, what's going to happen on this vacation? What's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? What it's, what's going to happen when we're there? So that's a big emotional intimacy gap we have in this one area of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that virtually every couple that I work with in coaching, we go over vacation because it comes up right over the course of a year or whatever vacations come up. And so sure. we've got to be having this because, you know, we don't ever stop to think we have this, this dream, this perception that vacation is going to be perfect, but we don't ever stop and say, okay, wait a minute. What can I do 
to actually get that to become reality. What, oh, go ahead. No, no I was, and I was going to say too, when we say vacation here, we should have said it earlier in the show, but I just want to, I want to just clarify, hey, this could be an overnight trip. This could be a two day, two night, three day, long weekend, staycation. This could be whatever it is for you. Elisa and I have done, honestly, overnight vacations. We leave one morning, we stay a night, we come back the next night. And it's just because of kids and schedules and what, to me though, all that time, you're looking at 48 hours, I'm spending and we're spending together. I want that to be a time of joy, happiness, get rid of all the frustration because we have these moments together. Mm -hmm. And don't forget our hashtag this year is in the moment. And so as we discuss that perfect vacation and planning for it, what are you guys going to do to be in the moment before, but really be in the moment when you're there? Well, and those are the strategies that we want to discuss. But before we do that, I want to make sure that we thank this week's sponsor. And I mentioned at the top of the show, Care of. And, you know, with with us transitioning into the summer season, you need to give yourself the support of this season with a boost. You know, whether you're looking for more energy because it helps mm-hmm. to have energy on vacation or better sleep or, you know, to maintain lower stress levels or something else to feel your healthiest, you want to make sure that you check out Care of. Care of's fun online quiz is going to ask you about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices. And literally, guys, it takes only five minutes to find out your personally scientifically backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders, and more. And that was the thing that I found so easy about mm-hmm. it, right? I, I can do it all from my phone. It's so easy. And I'm like, oh, somebody else takes the guesswork out of wondering, you know, what should I be taking and when and in what dose? And it's great because they deliver your daily vitamin and supplement packs along with protein and more all customized to your recommendations so that you're only taking what you need. And it's great because Care of now offers protein powders available in those individual packets for on the go, which, hello, if we're talking about vacation, it's so handy to ha- just be able yes. to toss those. I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, with other supplements, I've had to like, you know, bring all the bottles with me or have to like put it in Ziploc bags. And so having the individualized servings all customized to me and Tony and to what our fitness goals are, it makes such a difference and just allows you to get out the door that much faster. Yeah. So for 30% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter OEM 30. Again, that's 30% off your first care of order. And you're going to go to takecareof.com and enter OEM30. So as we've been talking about this idea of the perfect vacation and planning for the perfect vacation, so much of that gets wrapped up in what are the expectations, right? What are those expectations that the husband has of what a vacation is going to look like and what the wife has? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you after, you know, 22 years, going on 23 years of marriage with Tony, when we go on vacation, whether it's a one night overnight trip or if it's a, you know, epic 20 year anniversary trip to Peru, everybody's got their own stuff going on in their head. Mm-hmm. And it may not look the same. Some of you, especially when it comes to the sexual intimacy on vacation, and I can't tell you how many times this has come up in coaching calls where yeah, I'm talking about it. And one person's like, look, we're on vacation. Sex every day, whenever, however. And I just want to be real clear. It is not always the guy saying that. Can, yep. I, can I just tell you? There are women out there that, that is their idea of a dream vacation. So, and, and then there is the other spouse that is saying, you know what? Vacation 
I don't have to do anything for the next however many days we're gone. I will tell you, those two people go on vacation together and there are going to be two irritated people come the last day of vacation because there are those unvoiced expectations. Mm-hmm. There, there are some of you where the challenge is, look, I want to be able to go and I want to be able to, like Tony said, I want to go to the Paul Revere when we were in Boston. I want to do the Paul Revere house and I want to get to Boston Common and I want to, you know, I mean, he had this list. And uh, you did too. I, I mean, did. We, we had to go see the ducks. And, I, d- and I definitely wanted to see I think Boston Common was more you because you wanted to go see the ducks. And then there was the frogs over there too. Yeah. The, the make way for ducklings. If any of you have ever read that book to actually see it in the Boston Common was very cool. Uh, but, but, you know, you have, you have all of these things and we've got to put it together. Right. It can't just be his vacation or her vacation. and Somebody is getting grumpy or, well, we didn't discuss how much money we're going to spend. And so why are you spending all that money on souvenirs? Or why are we getting ice cream every day after, you know, after swimming or, or how much money are we spending on that dinner or, or whatever it is? And the other side of it too could be, you know, are we sitting on the beach, sitting by the pool all day long, just hanging out? Or is it, Hey, we're going to go do this and we're going to go do that for some it's like, I just want to chill. We're running all day long, every day when we're at home. Mm-hmm. For others, like Elisa and I, we have come to realize that we like the the adventure vacations, the, the, the tours that allow us to see new things. And for Elisa and I, we, we've, re- we've realized in, over the years with vacation, we love being in places where we can plop ourselves down and just walk. Mm-hmm. We, we love it. There's something about it for us that just allows us to get into the community. I remember when we were in Peru and Cusco, and um, that's like the highest city in the Andes. It's like 11,500 feet half a million people and there's a square and the square is absolutely gorgeous and the hotel is right off the square and yet here we are we're going up like these these streets outside of the square the locals are looking at us as we're just walking around because for us that's where the adventure is and we get to see a city and the people and and everything about it from different angles and so for you it may be completely different it may be hey you're you are sitting poolside you want an all-inclusive Make sure everything's been paid for beforehand because then that way your head doesn't even need to think about it. We've done that before and I will say there is something about doing that because we've already saved, we've already planned, we've already paid. Mm -hmm. And once we're there, I don't care if the kids have three meals a day or if they have 10 meals a day. Go for it. Have a good time. If you want you know, one drink or if you want 10, go for it because- for us, and for me in particular, I didn't have to think about it. It's all right. inclusive. Go for it. And here at One Extraordinary Marriage, we talk about so many different areas of your marriage to be intentional, right? Like we've talked about the sexual intimacy. We've talked about financial intimacy. And we realized that what was missing in our own lives and why we had these disastrous experiences on vacations was because we never, we never had in the past had gotten intentional about vacation planning. Right. The perfect vacation isn't just because you've picked the perfect destination and the perfect day to go. The perfect vacation comes when you've become intentional about your vacation before you ever pull out of the driveway. Right. Like Tony said, when you lock the door and you expect that from the moment you lock the door or pull out of the garage, that everything's going to be perfect. The, the perfect vacation comes when you say, okay, how are we going to address 
all of the intimacies Mm -hmm. and talk about them before we leave so that husband and wife both know that they're on the same page on this trip. And they've got a, a plan for handling when things go awry. So think about it this way. For those of you who've heard us talk about the coffee break, Mm -hmm. right? The coffee break is your weekly check-in with each other. How is your marriage doing? So, and maybe it's weekly, maybe it's every other week, whatever is working for you in your marriage. Awesome. What we've come up with for us and have since been able to share with many other couples is called our vacation planner. And it's quick, it's easy, but it's all right there because now before you go, This is a way for you to just sit down and start discussing. Hey, let's just take a half an hour, an hour, whatever it may be to just go, what are we doing? How are we doing this? How much do we want to spend? And then that way it's all out there Mm -hmm. and you guys get to go, Hey, you know what? Yeah. Our expectation for sex is every day, this, this trip, or it may be just like, Hey, because we're with family and we have the kids and we're going from different place to different place. Let's make sure that we do connect once or twice. It may be a little, you know, and this is those, these are these conversations we need to have beforehand because then it's not like, well, when are we going to do even schedule? Say, Hey, you know what? Because we know the way this, this is set up or the hotel is set up or the Airbnb or whatever we're using is set up. We're going to have to have sex in the shower Mm -hmm. and that's going to, that's going to go, Oh, make sure we bring the shower lube and put it in our toiletry bag instead of you arriving there and then going, Oh, we forgot it. Oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, now we got to run to the store and, and find some lube. And if you're in a place like Cabo San Lucas, or you're in a place like we were in Peru, I don't think we would have been able to find lube. I, I wouldn't have known what to ask for. So, Oh my gosh. I'm just I'm like trying to <laughs> could you, imagine, could you imagine in Peru yeah. in Cusco, like trying to do this. And You know, here's actually what one of our summit partners in position of the month club had to say about using the planner. She said, we went on vacation with our family and my parents and sisters. Okay. So first of all, just get the image of lots and lots of people. Mm -hmm. We used the vacation planner and talked about our expectations for all of our intimacies on the 12 hour drive and stuck to them while on the trip. It was the best vacation we've been on since our honeymoon. Wow. Like just pause there for a second. Mm -hmm. Best vacation since our honeymoon. We enjoyed shower time again. Where are you going to have sex when you got mm-hmm. all those people? Shower time, all but two days together and made time to go for a walk most days on the beach and started each morning with a devotional. We share a three-bedroom condo with everyone and still made it happen. That, that's the power of being intentional, right? Taking you know a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it is for the two of you to sit down and go through the vacation planner, that's not one more thing that you have to do for your vacation. Yeah, and to pick up that vacation planner and and get using it before you go on your next vacation, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash vacation planner. You want to set yourself up for success. The two of you have invested way too much time in this vacation, whether it is getting the time off, whether it's making arrangements for your dog or, or you know who's going to pick up the mail or watch your house. Like You've put so much into this. And I know because we do when we go on vacation, mm-hmm. there's so much planning to even get us out the door. I want to make sure when Tony and I go on vacation, I don't want to have the epic fights like we used to have. I want to have a framework for knowing, okay, how much money are we spending on this trip? Mm-hmm. Because if we know how much money we're spending and then we can convey that to the kids, if we're traveling with them, then everybody's on the same page and we make decisions as a family. If, if we start bringing in, what's our, our spiritual intimacy going to look like? Cause that's one of the, the six intimacies. We talk about it. It's on there. How are we going to maintain our spiritual intimacy while traveling? What are these different areas? We, 
yep. hey, like a recreational intimacy. If you're on a beach, it may just be like, hey, you're walking up and down the beach. Or it may be, we're going to go paddle boarding because the resort has paddle boards. Or it may be, you know, there's some hiking trail, you know, some mountain or whatever it may be. For some of you, it is sightseeing. And within that sightseeing, there is walking. There is that recreation. You're moving. You're, 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 you're going out and doing things. So you look at each area. And with that, you're able to go, all right, this is going to be our trip. And you guys can take pictures of it, put it on your phone. So if you get wet, dirty, you lose it, whatever, you have it there. And you can go, hey, this is what we discussed. Let's make sure we we, we stick on to it. And, do, and do, hey, hear me out. Things happen. You're going to have to adjust. And that's okay. But you're way ahead of most married couples by filling that out before you even start. It's one of those things. If we're going to be extraordinary couples, having extraordinary marriages, it means that we do things a little differently. Mm-hmm. And the one family does things a little differently. Right. It means that you take this, you you don't take it. You actually gift each other this conversation before you leave because you want the outcome of what this conversation is going to give you. This conversation going through this planner is actually going to give you the opportunity to have that vacation the way you actually dreamed it instead of having all that stuff stuck up inside your head going, well, that didn't work the way I wanted to. So you owe it to yourself to be intentional about your vacations. Yeah. So go grab that vacation planner, enjoy it together. You're going to learn a lot about each other and what your expectations are for your next trip. So check it out at one slash vacation planner. We're excited for you guys as you guys start to plan, be it a one day, two day, seven day trip to you're going somewhere exotic to a staycation. Enjoy it. We love you guys. We're excited for what's ahead. Take care. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.